Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Back in 2015, I was having a tough time with some negative experiences that were resurfacing for me for no obvious reasons at random times. Not often, maybe once every 10 to 15 days or so, but they would pop into my head and seemingly take over my thoughts in a dark and morose way until I realized what was happening and shook them off. No idea why. And that lasted for a few months. Then in 2018, I experienced the same thing after a bad car accident. The first time was on a car trip to Tennessee. A friend was driving us over some mountains and suddenly I imagined the car just driving straight off the edge and plunging below. Maybe imagined is not the word. I felt it happen, which made zero sense since the car accident I was in in 2017 had nothing to do with mountains or plummeting to my death. But those sorts of split-second musings would pop up for me for the next two years. Infrequently, but always when I was driving, and always something where I was going to die in my car. I still flinch when people nudge too close to the car I'm in from their lane. Uh, We were sideswiped back then. Anyway, in January of 2016, I wrote about recovering from trauma. And I sometimes go back to that writing that I did for someone else to help them to help myself. For those who stand up after trauma. One of my readers who has become an online friend wrote to me looking for advice on a situation and could I please recommend any links or writings that could apply. I could not think of anything written specifically to address what she went through and frankly I wanted to write as soon as possible because, well, she was hurting. It was evident. Having been through no few issues and challenges myself, and having wanted to write something in response to some of the things that have been happening in the local community, I just wrote from my heart. There will be times when this will fill your mind. You will go over it and over it again, like an endless vine. Sometimes this is needed for processing and it's okay. Life will continue. And it's also okay to let yourself be sucked back into the daily act of living. This is how we heal. It does not make your trauma mean less. It just means you are moving on. At random times through your life, you may get flashbacks. You may be working out and it will run through your head along with a half dozen things you could have done differently. Let it happen. It can be overwhelming at first. Eventually, you'll be able to continue what you're doing and allow it to play out. Seeing again, having sex again, trusting again, can be hard and nerve-wracking, but so fulfilling at the same time. 
You will feel proud once you get to a point where it's simply pleasurable and not a source of anxiety. Your limits are yours. You have a right to draw them wherever you want to. You don't owe anyone anything. You are not damaged goods. It's just something that happened to you. Everyone has problems and bad experiences. Chances are that a friend or family member will doubt your feelings, think you're exaggerating, or say you brought it upon yourself for some reason. Some will say you're being dramatic. Those are the people you don't need in your life. You need friends who will support you. And most of those people do that, all that, because they are afraid. Afraid they might get blamed. Afraid they failed you. Afraid that if they admit it happened to you, that it might happen to them. Or that they might be responsible for speaking up or having tough conversations with others. It's not their fault they are cowards. By speaking up, you have proven that you are resilient, strong, courageous, powerful, brave, and a fighter. Stick to what you know is true. Feel sorry for those who do not have the strength to see the world for what it truly is. Find other strong people to support you. Heal yourself and move forward in a better place. And finally this, look up Kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. And then think on that. This is for all of you who stand up after trauma. You make the world better and give others hope. And here are some of the responses from that original writing. Blood and Roses said, Yes, good advice. One other thing I've noticed is that others want you to make them feel comfortable and okay. They expect you to squash your feelings to make them feel better. Deny what you're experiencing so that they can feel normal around you. This goes with your point of you are exaggerating. They want you to get over it, move on, and go back to the old you. Don't want you to talk about it or be sad or angry. Don't let them do that. You have to process this in your own way, in your own time. I went through that with my stillbirth and it came from some surprising sources. It hurt. I've also seen others go through it with assaults and illnesses. Hope this person feels pride in their strength. And Dolisite added, Unfortunately, this seems to come up all too often, so I'm a little surprised you couldn't find anything suitable written addressing it. I'm glad you did, though. You're eloquent and caring and commonsensical, as always. Lioness in D.C. offered, Painful and beautiful at the same time. So true as well, from my experience. Thank you. CarrieXX89 said, Very well said, thank you. I worry, am I strong enough to stand up again this time? How do you find the courage to keep on? 
Queen Sassy chimed in. I'm really glad I read this. I hadn't given much thought to number seven. Chances are that a friend or family member will doubt your feelings, think you're exaggerating, or say you brought it upon yourself for some reason. Some will say you're being dramatic. Those are the people you don't need in your life. You need friends who will support you. Most of these people do that because they're afraid. Afraid they might get blamed, afraid they failed you, afraid that if they admit it happened to you, it might happen to them, or that they might be responsible for speaking up or having tough conversations with others. It's not their fault they are cowards. It makes so much sense. Of course they feel that way. I'm daft at times. And Zika Blue shared her experience. Crumbs, peace, strength, and health to your friend. After trauma, EMDR from a trained professional helps with the anxiety, obsessive intruding memories, and perseveration of being stuck at the point at which trauma occurred. It is life-changing. What are your thoughts? How have you stood up after trauma? What has helped you? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky is built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.